Welcome to the Next Up Podcast. This is episode seven. Nah, nah, this one's po- Let me reset. This one's getting posted <laughs> after the one we do today. Oh, okay, later. Okay. Oh, yeah. So this is seven. I, I was gonna say that before. You all are gonna try to correct me. I was like, but I didn't know the order, so I just didn't know. You know what? I'm leaving this shit in. Because you guys are wrong. But, anyways. <laughs> I'm Marcus. I'm Nosa. And I'm Ben. And I'm Rose. Uh, Rose is gonna be our new co-host for the show um basically we've been saying for a while that um we need a girl to balance out our biased views um rose is a visual artist and she's also doing a tattoo apprenticeship uh where is it at at smoke and mirrors it's like downtown toronto awesome so do you want to talk about yourself for a bit um just say what you do yeah well i'm a tattoo apprentice um I do like a lot of a, a lot of visual art. I also work at a dispensary. Um, I have a dog. My dog's like my best friend. <laughs> Her name is Nina. That's really it. I don't do much other than that. Just a regular person, <laughs> like I saw. <laughs> uh, so today we're gonna be talking about um, self care and just like things that bring each individual happiness. Cause I find a lot of people in times of need don't have like a go-to thing that they can do to just like get themselves out of like either depressed or like darker spot and one thing that i do a lot um whether i'm doing something that i enjoy or i'm in a weird mood i like to meditate um whether i just wake up and i do a breathing technique for five minutes to try to start off my day on the right foot or i'm about to make a beat or do a sport uh and just focus my mind on that certain task uh i find my meditation uh puts me in like the right mind space to do what i want to do and it helps me excel because i'm more focused on that task after i do it mm-hmm. you think okay i'm interested um a lot of people like meditation is really hard for me especially i have a really short attention span mm-hmm. so like i can't meditate it feels like like either I fall asleep or like I just get bored and like open my eyes and like yeah just start my I can't like just let my thoughts pass. Yeah. I, I always end up like thinking about something and then that triggers something else and something else. How do you like not how do you I guess you're not a meditation teacher or whatever, but like <laughs> how do you stay like focused or I guess not focused? I think like a lot of people are like almost um intimidated by med like meditation because like they think that it has to be like just sitting down and closing your eyes and Mm -hmm. breathing and focusing on your breath and not letting your thoughts like get the best of you Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of people don't know that like a lot of little things are like considered meditation like even when you like wake up in the morning and shower like if you do that like every day if that's like your type of routine that's Mm -hmm. like pretty much a form of meditation for yourself and like you were saying earlier how you run and shit you know what i mean and like running probably clears your head no Mm, yeah yeah so like a lot of people have like different ways they i guess would get to like that meditative state where their mind's clear Mm -hmm. like the same like i guess the the normal way everyone would meditate doesn't work for everyone so like a lot of people just have to find their own ways to like clear their mind you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah i guess 
traditional meditation is always like the way to go when people like say they're gonna meditate you think of like this like the the fingers crossed legs Mm -hmm. sitting on a pillow or something like that yeah i've I've actually every time i meditate i've never done that i actually am either outside walking or or um i'm laying down about to go to sleep yeah so i was about to say the same like i think sometimes um i'll go to like sound baths and stuff like that where you would sit like that and actually meditate but i most of the meditations i do i'm like laying in my bed and like just in a comfy space you know you don't have to be mm-hmm. sitting up in that traditional meditation pose mm-hmm. like it can literally be anything it can be swimming it can be in the bath it can be in the shower running you know what i mean mm-hmm. like any way that like find that you can find a way to clear your mind yeah mm-hmm. and i i feel like at first when you first start because when i first started meditating i was kind of like how you say like I would always, my goal was, like, if I'm outside, listen to, like, the wind in the trees. And then if you hear a car car honk, try not to pay attention to it and try to just focus on one sound. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you first do that, every time a car passes by, you're going to look yeah. and, and do it. But it's like, I find the meditation for me is refocusing myself back onto that sound is where I find the peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I apply that to when I was running just like you, it was like, I'm running and then I, I get tired and then it's like refocusing on my running mm-hmm. and it's I feel like it just translates into a lot of things that I do mm-hmm. yeah I also realized like even um doing meditation myself that it takes practice mm-hmm. and like a lot of people will like try to meditate like for their first time and just sit yeah. down mm-hmm. and expect to like get into that deep meditative state that everyone talks about like immediately you mm-hmm. know what I mean but I've realized that it, it actually takes like months of practice mm-hmm. like sure. i only got i was only able to get to like a really deep state of meditation where i was like whoa like this is what everyone's talking about when i was like practicing it for i think three months and at that point i was like okay and like now i've like slowly stopped meditating and like as i start to do it again i noticed that like it's not nearly as easy for me to get into that meditative state because you have to you know get back I mean? into like, the yeah and like um I also find like when I would first start meditating, when like thoughts would come to my brain, like when I would get distracted from my meditation, I wouldn't like necessarily let it like mess up my meditation. But like, like you said, just have my focus come back to what I was Mm -hmm. focused on and literally just like not start over, but just bring my focus back to whether it's my breath or something that I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? I think the key is for like anything is to not beat yourself up for your not mistakes being a pro at mm-hmm. day one. huh not being a pro at yeah day exactly. yeah like, literally nobody like cristiano ronaldo was not as good as he was the first time he played soccer right yeah, yeah. everything takes practice and i feel like if you don't beat yourself up about not being able to focus as well as you think you you should be like it's gonna help you because the next time you're gonna be closer to the goal that i guess you have mm-hmm. yeah. facts kind of like look at where you want to be not look at where you are mm-hmm. and just keep striving for that goal that you see in your head more than Mm -hmm. anything and i think like that actually is like a big thing because a lot of people don't understand that like whatever you think in your head literally like happens in your life manifestation yeah literally if if you think like you're not going to be able to meditate and you're not going to be able to get to that state and it's not going to work for you well then it's not going to work for you literally you know what i mean 
I, I actually read a quote. Sorry to cut you off, but um, it was like this one guy said he wouldn't make the NBA. I don't know if it actually is NBA, but I'll just use that as an example. One guy said he couldn't make the NBA, and the other guy said he could, and both of them were right. It's because whatever you believe in your life is what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Which is I, actually interesting. Kind of goes to placebos, just scientifically. Mm-hmm. They've given people like pills that do nothing, and if you believe that, that it works, you'll yeah. overcome whatever it yeah. is. Like it works seventy mm-hmm. percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what the brain is really impressionable. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you can tell. Like there was those studies. I learned about this in psychology, like grade eleven, mm-hmm. but that um. You you can like trick people into having like false memories about their childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like there was this whole study where like they told a bunch of people that they were they got lost in a, a in a in mall, mall as a child as a child and they and all they started making up stories yeah. going along with it. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So like we're just like really so you guys saw the same study. Mm-hmm. I've seen all the bunch. Yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like the one that they bring up in like yeah, psychology class. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I was I was watching like a brain study about like um i forget what it's called um but like it takes the human brain like 400 times like you would have to reread something 400 times for your brain to actually memorize it and they did like a whole study on it and um when i like when i realized that you know we were talking about positive affirmations before yeah that's when i was like oh shit like i should probably post these affirmations like up around my room Mm -hmm. because if i start reading them and i read them 400 times over and over then like my subconscious mind is gonna think positive thoughts and i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. feel better and it actually worked it was actually good i think like writing down like goals and affirmations and stuff makes it like imprint in your head like if you just say something yeah you could do it but once you write it down and you see it every day that that just like pushes it over the edge and that that makes it like much more likely to happen a dream isn't a goal until you write it down yeah thanks and i think people like don't understand how powerful like the tongue is like when they say when they get frustrated and say oh i can't do this or i'll never be able to do this like they don't understand that like what they're saying is actually impacting their success a lot more than they think mm-hmm. yeah, well like we talked about this in and i think the first one or the second one about like negative teaching and positive teaching mm-hmm. like yeah. how when you do something wrong in like a class or like a sport or an activity yeah. the teacher or the coach or whatever will, will get mad at you and say like why didn't you do this perfectly yeah. instead of just like giving you constructive criticism to better yourself next time or yeah. learn from that mistake and like that way of teaching is so i find is so much better mm-hmm. just like teaching with positivity instead of negativity agreed there's there's some people who do react to negativity better but mm-hmm. i've never been one of those people yeah i i i do respond to negativity because i force myself to act better but like when somebody like congratulates me and says i'm doing well even if i don't think i'm doing well i'll always start performing better because i'm more comfortable Mm -hmm. i feel like Mm -hmm. and it just boosts your confidence yeah Mm -hmm. like especially when you're in like a a random environment like um that you're not used to Mm -hmm. and you already feel like i can't mess up this time at, at those moments if like somebody embraces you with more love than hate i feel like you're gonna excel way more mm-hmm. than yeah, yeah agreed 
Because I feel like also when you're in those moments, like people get nervous and have anxiety and stuff. And when people like congratulate you and like recognize your hard work instead of like being negative about it because you're not doing better or as best as they think you could do, it just makes you feel better and then it makes you perform better. I was actually going to say, someone told me about this, about the gym one time. They said they like going to the actual gym because, like, when they go, like, sometimes, like, someone will be like, hey, you're doing good. Like, you know what I mean? Just randomly they'll say mm-hmm. that. And you don't get that same type of encouragement from yourself if you're not in that headspace sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it helps for your surroundings to bring that. Mm-hmm. Because not all the time, for some people, like, it's not all the time you can, like, manifest something in your head. Yeah. Sometimes it just takes one person saying you did good once for it to click like, oh shit, like I can do really mm-hmm. good at this. I can make something like really big with this. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people also struggle with like um, recognition. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people won't feel like they're doing good enough or they won't recognize like the hard work they're putting in or their talent until someone else recognizes it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think like we as people should like learn to recognize it in ourselves even yeah. before someone else yeah. having to say it to us you know what i mean i feel like that's a lot of people's biggest weakness like yeah. that's definitely mine um like you you out like i like in ways i know i'm doing well but at the same time i'm like damn maybe i'm not doing good because like i'm still in the same spot and no one told me in a while that like oh mm-hmm. this is good mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. so sometimes i feel like like i'm kind of stuck in a way even mm-hmm. though i i know like i'm headed in the right direction i'm like am i spinning tires blah blah yeah. blah mm-hmm. and like not a lot of people know what to do in that situation if they don't have those positive thoughts being shot at them yeah consistently yeah. especially if you see your like progress going up for like a, a while and then it starts to plateau for a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes you need that like extra push to get you like over that plateau mm-hmm. just to like get you to your next goal your next whatever you're striving for mm-hmm. yeah. i like struggled a lot when i was a kid because my parents didn't um do that as much as like my friend's parents did you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i kind of like had to congratulate myself and stuff like that. And Mm. especially when I decided to drop out of college and like become an artist and stuff like that, my family obviously wasn't happy because they're very westernized and very sleek, like not woke at all. They're very Mm. stuck in the rat rat race. They wanted me me to have like a salary job Mm. and stuff like that. So it was really hard for me to like be proud of the art that I was doing because my family, no one from my family ever like told me it was good mm-hmm. other than maybe like my sister, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like a lot of people who like struggle with that just like need to, like I said, find that recognition in themselves. And I think like positive affirmations help a lot yeah. with that. Yeah. Definitely in the arts. Mm-hmm. Like I know that from like being a dancer, like that is like, having the motivation in yourself and having the the like recognition for yourself inside like here is like one of the most important things that you can have Agreed. yeah because if if you don't believe you're good yeah. you're gonna fold in the arts for sure mm-hmm. yeah like i remember when i first started like making music i wasn't even that good but i was like i'm the best <laughs> yeah so it's like 
regardless of what other people think, like I was going to continue. And obviously like everybody progresses. If you do something for a certain amount of time, you're going to progress. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you do. You could be horrible. You're going to be bad in two years. Literally though. But you're not horrible anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, you're always going to get better. You know what I mean? And like, like you kind of said, um, when I dropped out of, out of school, my parents were kind of against it too. And, um, I remember I dropped this track called The Business Is Up. And ever since that day, my dad was like, oh, this is the best song you made. But it, it's still, in a way, that kind of impacts me because like, I'll, I'll release a new song and he'll be like, you should make a song like The Business Is Up. And I'm just like, bro, I mm-hmm. made that like yeah, four yeah. years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I like to think that I'm way past that now. Yeah. And it's just like, that sometimes affects me. But like, I learned to like think that like, he doesn't mean that in a negative way. He it just means he likes that song that I made. Yeah. And maybe that like that triggered something in him to be like, oh, he really can do this, and this showed me that he can do this. Mm-hmm. So if he keeps doing this, he'll just keep getting better yeah. and better at yeah. doing this. Yeah. Like For even sure. though, as an artist, like you evolve and you grow over time, so your style will change mm-hmm. and everything that you do will change to fit who you are as a person and an artist. Yeah. So you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over. Facts. Mm. Um, I wanna like touch on one thing you just said, how um you said you know how he's not doing it in a negative way. Yeah. I think like a lot of people struggle with that, not even just with their parents, like not understanding why other people give them negative energy and like are mean to them or are rude to them or just negative in any way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like don't understand that when people project negative energy like that on other people it's not like because of you or like anything you did or anything or because you're lacking in anything or like not doing anything good it literally is just like a mirror of like their past trauma you know what i mean like it's just mm-hmm. because of like shit they can't come to terms with and like just show up with love and give out positive energy and love to everyone they have to like mm-hmm be dark and negative because they're just stuck on things from their past yeah mm-hmm. a lot of people say you can't do something because they don't they can't see themselves doing it yeah mm-hmm. like for example if Nosa told me what he's trying to do in his future i would not be able to do that personally but i believe he's going to accomplish every single thing he's going to do in his life mm-hmm. and not everybody sees it in that way i think all all three of you guys are going to be successful and all three of you guys are very different mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like i couldn't do anything that either any of you guys are doing but like i can still see that your lane is like perfect for how you are because that's what you want to do and not a lot of people can see it from that perspective i don't think Mm. i think a lot of people also like especially people our age struggle with like um wanting to be like rich when they're like 22 and like really really young because like all these rappers and like anyone in the music industry and stuff like that yeah it's just like designer all designer nice nice houses nice cars you know Mm. what i mean like they just have money for everything and i think a lot of people our age don't understand that like from when we're 20 to 30 is like when we're supposed to be like building and like working so when we're when we get to 30 we like we're at that point you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's not like normal in this society to be like that rich when you're 22 and i feel like a lot of people are really hard on themselves because they don't have money like all the other people in the music industry and stuff like the people in the music industry and stuff do and i think that 
they just need to like be easier on themselves because like shit no one's really rich at this age Mm -hmm. and another thing like even in the music industry what a lot of like there are people who blow up at like 16 17 18 19 but there's also a lot of rappers that blow up when they're 27 yeah and not a lot of people like like Davies, for example, he his first big song he was twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Two, two chains, he was right. rapping from like yeah, it was he was twenty nine. So like, there's a lot of big rappers mm-hmm. that we know that blow up when they're twenty nine. They just look young. Cause twenty nine is still young. Yeah. Like when you're yeah, twenty nine, you don't yeah. look like an old man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people still think I'm like twenty. Yeah, so like, yeah. you can mistake me for being twenty, but I'm three years older than that. So when I'm twenty six. You could think I'm 20 Like when I'm 29 You could think I'm 26 yeah. Which is like Oh you blew up when you're young But like Even when you're 30 You're still young Realistically and, like How many of those people Who blew up at 16 When they were born They had parents into music Who helped Like bring that to fruition mm-hmm. Like Chris Brown Like he was doing Music from like mm-hmm. Toddler age Like yeah. these yeah. aren't people Who just one day they're like it's 16 like oh yeah let me try music some of them some of them are i can't lie some of them are but But that's that's a very yeah yeah, very viral like the way way that they blew up yeah and that's very new yeah Yeah, that is a new thing that didn't happen a vast majority of young people who got big in music were doing it their entire life Mm -hmm. just being real and if you weren't doing that it's okay like some people started at 15 made it at 20 some people started at 25 made it 30 it's not a race Facts. You can start at 30. Being real, like, even, like, I, I like that, how you said, like, from 20, 30, you can build. You know, if you're 40 years old, you can start building from then, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Literally, it doesn't though. matter where Facts. you start. Literally. Yeah. It's about, like, where you end up, like. Mm-hmm. And again, it, that's about the mindset. Yeah. That's, like, if you have the, the th- in your head, if you have that, you will achieve something, you will. It doesn't yeah. matter how old you are, yeah. how, like, fit you are, whatever. I feel like a lot of people like um, put time limits on themselves and compare them Mm -hmm. to selves like say to like people in the same class as them from high school that are like the same age and like compare themselves to like what they have accomplished Mm -hmm. to what like them themselves have accomplished and I think like like you said it's literally it's not a race like everyone has like their own time like you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. has their own time span of like how they get to being successful or however they want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. no one is like saying like, oh, you have to do this in 10 years and you got to do yeah. this by the time you're 30. Like yeah. you can literally make it whenever you want. That's that's a problem I think with our society too is like everybody thinks that everybody like, for example, this is random, but like, you have to have a house when you're 25. You have to get married by 30. Yeah. Like every single person thinks that everybody else projects that to the world, but yeah. no one would. No one actually projects that because I don't believe that. No. You don't believe that. He doesn't believe that. Mm-hmm. You don't believe that. Mm-hmm. But we all think that Everybody the other three of us it. believes yeah. it. Yeah. Which yeah. is actually like it's a weird thing how our brain works because it's so wired for us to kind of like literally wired. Ourselves. I was about yeah. to say that. Yeah, like it's like it's we're supposed to doubt ourselves, and I guess makes us work harder in a way or it could also make you fold Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people look for the idealistic life yeah which is like i don't know you probably see it on like tv or in a movie or Mm -hmm. whatever but then that's not the idealistic life for you yeah like realistic like i'm not trying to be 
married with a house and two kids like what (laughs) that's like the Uh idealistic life but like that's not who made this idea like yeah yeah everything is individual yeah Mm -hmm. i also i don't like social media for that reason because like people will go on social media and see like all these influencers and creators um and if you like really think about it they only post when they're like at their happiest Mm -hmm. times like when they're looking the best like they don't post when they look like shit they don't post when they're sad you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and i feel like that makes a lot of people who just sit on instagram and sit on social media depressed and it gives them anxiety and it makes them like think like oh shit you know like why am i not that happy why am Mm -hmm. i not that pretty why don't why can't i do my makeup that good like for the girls and stuff like that even the guys Mm -hmm. and like i think like a lot of people don't understand that polarity is literally like a principle of life like everyone is gonna be happy everyone's gonna be sad Mm -hmm. no one's happy Mm -hmm. all the time even the richest people in the world even the happiest people in the world aren't happy 24 7 Mm -hmm. because you can't be happy 24 7 Mm. it's literally just a polarity yeah and again you shouldn't be happy 24 7 if you're happy all the time you're not really happy because you need you need sadness you need Mm. anxiety you need all of that stuff to make happiness feel better if you're happy all the time you're not gonna be you're not gonna feel happy because it's just gonna make you numb to happiness Mm. so you you need drug or something yeah exactly you wouldn't appreciate Mm. it Mm -hmm. that's kind of goes to like how we said like we don't like people buying stuff for us because you have to work when you work to get something it's like it feels better yeah and that's that kind of goes with that like you have to struggle to get it but then Mm -hmm. once you get it like it's yours yeah Yeah. rather than like somebody buys it for you and then it's like thanks but I didn't have to do anything to get it yeah understandable no so you need to say Nah, but um, yeah, the social media thing. I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing. Like some people just need to turn it off sometimes yeah. because yeah, it's so unrealistic, right? Like, if does anyone ever see when the top people when they were struggling? Yeah, literally. What what it took for them to get there? Like, the, let's say the weekend. No one ever posts when the weekend was like, damn, you're homeless in Scarborough. Nice. Like, yeah. no one ever posts that. And the only time when he made it. The only time they will post that is literally to be like, oh, he was homeless and now he made it. Why can't yeah. you do that? Yeah. yeah. They'll like, post it in like an to area. To make other yeah, people like feel a, bad. Oh, yeah, exactly. You got to do this. Like, literally. You know, like, really, yeah. it should be like, this is where he came from. Like, yeah. this is just to show you anything's possible. Mm-hmm. The timeline yeah. is like doesn't matter like let's take that right out of the picture sometimes i even the one thing i hated the most when i see like the youngest person to do such and such because i'm like that's not healthy sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. like i saw the other day there was like some 12 year old kid who's on pace to graduate from like some school in the states and i'm like yeah c- congrats he has no social life yeah. no one around him like can relate to him mm-hmm. he's never got a childhood like he's missing out on so much Mm -hmm. even in university because like when he goes to university he can't go party with all the people exactly he's not even experiencing it the way till its fullest not that he could right now because of (laughs) you can't say that word (laughs) stuff (laughs) stuff that goes around (laughs) but but yeah yeah, like he's missing out on all the life experiences that make these things worth it 
And then even if like that is the path that he needs to take, it could have ruined how he feels about it because he's like, wow, like I missed out on mm. all these things. So like when I see youngest do this, youngest do that, I'm just like, congratulations on getting to a great place so early. I hope you really enjoy. I hope it was your choice. Yeah. 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 Because at the end of the day, no, how many kids really come up at 10 years old and like, yeah, I want to go to university. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like, what? No one does that. Like, it's that's, like that's you didn't even want to go to school. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, um, I'm grateful that my parents, even though they wanted me to go to business school, mm-hmm. eventually let me not go to school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they could have kicked me out of my house if they really wanted mm-hmm. me to yeah. go to business school Correct. and they didn't do that. Yeah. So I'm grateful that they let me do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a kid can only ask for that because if mm-hmm. you can do live your life in your way, ultimately you're on the right path to achieve happiness, which mm-hmm. I think we all believe is like one of the end goals yeah. in life. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I think um, like back to social media, I think that a lot of, especially younger kids don't understand that everything that is posted on social media is literally controlled Mm-hmm. And like everything's posted for a reason, Thanks. and it's yeah. literally all to make everyone depressed and on and sad and have anxiety. So yeah. everyone's on like a low vibration. So literally, the rich can stay rich and the poor yeah. stay poor. Social media is so fake. Like so fake. Realistically, so fake. Different accounts will post things to make you think a certain thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like influencers will post something to make you strive for that and then they'll make you buy products to strive for that which feeds somebody else's pockets mm-hmm. buy products they don't even use products of your like you know Capitalism. how many brands message me and yeah. say oh can you sell this i'm like i've never used this before yeah yeah and it's just like mm-hmm. how can i sell it i don't even know how it works mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. it's kind of weird how like that's like a market now mm-hmm. just build a following and sell something that you don't even use yeah something that could be negatively impactful to the your own viewership mm-hmm. people who aspire to maybe achieve what you achieve mm-hmm. can be negative on their life and you're advertising it to them mm-hmm. and like no conscious like oh yeah like whatever i'm Just making my money. money i think yeah. like a lot of people um get confused with like idolizing celebrities on social media and Mm. stuff like that especially celebrities that have a lot of followers and a lot of influence on the world because if you actually think about the serious shit that's going on in the world Mm. some of the celebrities on instagram stuff have enough followers that if they made one post Mm -hmm. about something that actually mattered then it it could change so much shit so much it would change so much much shit (laughs) and like hi kitty this podcast is featuring (laughs) your cat and the fact that people um think that these celebrities still get to post whatever they want Mm. and these celebrities control their own instagram they don't it baffles me to be honest because Mm -hmm. they can't even post what they want to post you know it's funny every time like a celebrity actually posts they say they got hacked Mm -hmm. right (laughs) once they actually post it's oh i got hacked because they said something that they said something (laughs) real and literally yeah and then that doesn't fit the brand image oh yes can't speak on that that's that's too real (laughs) for the people they might they might start yeah going against what we want them to think I want to go back to the advertising for a little bit because there's this, you know, bang energy drink. Yeah. Like I always see people 
a, a lot of people who have like followings who are like younger kids mm. who are kids like probably like 10 to 14 right? let's say like, and you're like advertising so energy drinks to your child following mm-hmm. like what? that's not healthy like you're gonna get a bunch of mm-hmm. 10 to 14 year olds caffeine addicts yeah which is like right caffeine is a, is a drug first yeah. and foremost like literally so you're literally like advertising because you remember when avon used to take those yeah and you know what's actually I, hilarious honestly i was only laughing because when i was like 11 i would drink monster energy drinks on yeah. some dumb yeah. shit but Avon makes a good speaking of a good point because like he has like um high blood pressure. Yeah. And he's like trying to fix that, right? Mm. And I watch a YouTuber who I actually like who advertised Bang Energy and he had to lose weight because he had so many negative impact and he was advertising mm. it. I haven't seen him advertising in a long time though. Yeah. And he's yeah. like lost hundred pounds. So I'm hoping that like Who Agent? Yeah, Agent. Like and yeah. I love him as a YouTuber, but I was like thinking like, imagine like this is something you struggle with. You personally understand the mm. struggle. And then you took that advertisement, knowing how unhealthy that was for yourself, mm-hmm. like acknowledging it in your videos, like, yeah, I, I got to lose weight, got to lose weight. But like ever since he's actually started losing weight, I haven't seen him advertise it. So yeah. I don't know if like he came to that realization, which, mm-hmm. would, which would be cool, but it's still sad. Like I've seen so many YouTubers because I, I, I'm pretty sure someone told said like expose the figures on how much they made. Like it was a lot of money, but like, is that really worth How it? How do you want to make your money? Yeah. yeah. I also I, heard that some people don't get paid by them. So you have to, you have like a probation period and then you get paid after that probation period. Wow. So yeah. you have to keep advertising them and it's like, some, wow. I don't know how many yeah, advertisements. Yeah, it depends week, on like, your yeah. numbers specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I heard the numbers for the top people. What yeah. Capitalism. Was. Yeah. Literally. Top people make bands, but the bottom people and like people like in the middle. Like, yeah. Don't make anything yeah. like it's. And they it's have ridiculous. to pay into the company. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you have to like buy your own Bang Energy drinks that's to so advertise them. Oh like gosh. that's crazy. Yeah, right. I Literally Avon, capitalism. Yeah, it is. I remember Avon. Um, every time we'd play two K, he would he would have to go to the store, store to get just one to buy a Bang Energy before yeah. we could play. That's crazy. And he and would like, have to leave in between yeah. and all <laughs> that stuff. Drive yeah. ten minutes to the store to buy it. He was hooked. On yeah. Those. Like, it gets to the point because obviously it's a drug and you get physically yeah. dependent on yeah. it. So he was physically dependent on it because he couldn't stay awake. Like, where Without he would... Without drinking it. Yeah, yeah, like, he would stay awake before that perfectly fine at the same yeah. time. But then as soon as he started drinking it, he mm-hmm. can't do something he was already accustomed to doing yeah. just because he was physically weird. dependent on it. So it's like, yeah. I feel like now, though, he sleeps like three hours a day. If you message him at any time, it doesn't matter what time you message, he'll answer. Nah, he, he sleeps now. Because he's in Facebook chat, and like, nah, he doesn't reply at night anymore. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know. Well, maybe that's like, just you. Nah, 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 nah. It's like a chat like where you can say things to trigger him to, to say it, like, yeah. he won't wake up. You just have to talk shit about a Minnesota sports team. Just say Kirk Cousins sucks. I know you're watching this, Avon. Carl Anthony Town sucks. Facts. <laughs> no, but I don't know. I feel like that's just how addiction works, and like, obviously addiction is like a mental illness and it's like mm-hmm. something that you necessarily like don't can't necessarily control mm-hmm. so like but to the people who are like pushing for that whatever advertising bang energy or whatever or even advertising coffee like <laughs> that brings up like you know charlie d'amelio yeah. um, she has like her own coffee at dunkin donuts and like oh, she's like, are you kidding she's like me? 16 or 17. Yeah, are you and kidding so like, me? Yeah. So like, 
which is hilarious because think about it, that's her parents signing that contract because yeah that's actually be. crazy mm-hmm. so all these like kids are literally like endorsing a drug and yeah. it's a lot of the times it's caffeine it's but a lot of coffee actually what's like, worse is it's not even kids it's their parents yeah. who mm-hmm. control their car yeah. like imagine her parents yeah. who have kids who probably like they don't let her like, like yeah do a lot of things their children because she's yeah. 16 years old they wouldn't let her do this and but that, they would act, make use her image to advertise it so that them as a family can mm-hmm. make money which yeah. is like really messed up like yeah. I mean, they probably have a nice house, but well, they do. <laughs> the, and like the audience it? that they're going after too mm-hmm. is is not even like sixteen. Oh no, they're like twelve. Yeah. Like it's like younger, kids. yeah, way really? younger than her. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I think TikTok is even worse than Instagram now because there's a lot of like, those are like actual. At least when you're when you're sixteen, like you can kind of realize like, oh, everybody's body doesn't look like that. But when you're ten, yeah, oh. you don't really understand that yet. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just see people, and then when you start growing oh. up. You have. You're like, oh, I don't have this. Yeah. That's why, why I, I think this? a lot of people, especially in this generation, in growing up now, have like body dysmorphia. Yeah. And like, where they are, they aren't fat or they aren't too skinny, but they really, truly do think mm-hmm. they are. And mm-hmm. that's where, like, I know multiple people who deal with eating disorders and all this stuff that literally all tie in to social media mm-hmm. and like yeah. Yeah. body image and just wanting to feel how all the pretty girls and the the famous mm. girls look you know yeah. what i mean yeah look after look, photoshop yeah. literally camera angles if, if you're watching the, i mean listening on spotify or apple music there was a lot of air quotes, air quotes. <laughs> I, I forgot to mention <laughs> air quotes <laughs> but realistically like honestly your body shape does not matter as long as you like eat healthy foods and yeah. like walk around a bit you're gonna be a healthy person, be good. but you're like everybody has a different body shape. Everybody has different genetics mm-hmm. that yeah. make your body what it is. Even if you you can get two people work out the the exact same, eat the same diet, their bodies are gonna look different. Agreed. If I work out more than him and he exactly. looks way stronger, yeah, than way stronger yeah. like, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And like people have different genetics. It's just genetics. Like, like yeah. just be real. Like mm-hmm. if like you can still you can have the same body as each other yeah but you're gonna have to do but different things you can't do, do the same more. thing yeah you have to stick to a certain diet mm-hmm. i'll eat whatever i, I think, want i think a lot of people especially females are like worried about their body and their image like more than their mental you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think like a lot of people don't understand that literally we're just a spirit in a body mm-hmm. so like technically our physical body isn't really like what we look like it's not really us like us is the person in our head you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like this is just like the physical manifestation of us and that being said like the way you look doesn't change the type of person you are and that's why like it really bothers me when people like fat shame or shame people for being too skinny like i used to be really skinny and um, I would remember I would go to family functions and stuff like that and my family would be like oh you're so skinny you and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah like that's that's not okay you know what yeah. I mean mm-hmm. because some people are probably thinking like oh like I'm getting healthier like maybe they mm-hmm. gained a little bit more weight that month mm-hmm. and then you just make them feel worse about it you know yeah. what I mean and like like I said like your physical manifestation and like your body doesn't change like your soul or like mm-hmm. your mental at all and yeah. what people don't understand also is, um, like, if you see all your friends on social media, there's a reason that they all post, like, 
hard eyes say under your pick or mm-hmm. like they all gas you up because mm-hmm. they actually see you, you better than you, you yeah, see yeah, yeah. yourself mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and there's a lot of people when they see those comments like why are they lying in my comments yeah, yeah. but yeah. those people are think Telling that like truth. when you go on their comments that they're that you're lying yeah, it's on like their a big comments. circle of like yeah. it's, it kind of goes like how we said like with society always thinks like you have to have this at 25 this at mm-hmm. 30 mm-hmm. like we all know none of us think it but we all think it yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's weird mm-hmm. it's literally just like our minds programmed mm-hmm. from all that shit when we were kids and even when our parents were kids i think like um what did you just say repeat yourself again <laughs> not the which whole part? thing which part? the first part like um how like uh, our friends commenting under our pictures yeah okay I think like a lot of people um, think that other people recognize their insecurities and their flaws mm-hmm. when realistically you've been staring at your own face for yeah. what 20 years now mm-hmm. so you're gonna notice the little imperfect mm-hmm. imperfections on your face like yeah. someone who's just looking at you isn't gonna sit there and like stare at your face like the way you've what been literally that? looking at your face <laughs> your whole life yeah. you know what I mean like no one sees that stuff and I think like I've seen a lot of stuff on um uh TikTok and just like social media about like people hating the way they look like when their camera's inverted like you know when you tell you take yeah. a selfie and like it flips mm-hmm. I think like I've seen a bunch of videos where people saying like that's how people actually see you but oh. like that's literally like you seeing your face flipped for like the very first time yeah. like everyone sees you like that 24 7 so like it doesn't yeah. look weird to them you know what i mean like yeah. it's just your face yeah i actually never thought of that even like actually i have thought about that one time because me and my other brother got in a fight over that was you going to fight over it <laughs> yeah because we always argue over science stuff it's but like, like oh. even just like <laughs> If he's yeah, watching this, he's going to remember that Because I won. <laughs> he knows the hell. But I was going to say, realistically, like, that's just so... It's even weirder. Because, like, just imagine, like, when you look at yourself in a phone camera, it's like... it's It has no sense of, like, person. Like, even though, like, yeah, it could be, like, you could say that's how someone else sees you. But that's how no one sees anyone like that. Yeah. Because, like, realistically, when I look at you, when I look at you, when I look at you... I understand that you guys are different beings from me. So when I see you guys, it just feels normal. But when you see yourself, which you technically aren't supposed to do, we've just yeah. done things to yeah. where, oh yeah, we have mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them, so we A can, black mirror. Yeah, we, we can see ourselves, but like our brain doesn't conceptualize yourself because then you're almost disassociating yourself yeah. from yeah. your body mm-hmm. while you yeah. look at yourself. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, you might think of it and you're like, oh, that's weird, but it has nothing to do with like looking weird. Like you're, I think, like I said, I feel like I look weird when I look at it too, but I don't look at it like, oh, I look weird because I'm like I'm some weird looking guy. Mm-hmm. Like I look weird because like this is weird. I shouldn't yeah, be seeing yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I've also learned like about phones and stuff like that. Like the way the camera is, like when you were to, like if you were to put your phone up to your face like this, yeah. it like it's like not inverted, but it's almost like a fisheye. Like it's like curved. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, like your face, like this part of your face will be like most prominent of the photo unless you like put it up here or something like that. You know what I mean? But like when other people look at you, they're not looking at you like like some like literally. (laughs) It's also not a two dimensional image when somebody Mm -hmm. looks at you. Yeah. Like like, when you look at yourself on a phone, it's a two dimensional image from like like, straight on. It's like like, that's not how flat people. Yeah. 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 
horses. I feel like that happens to a lot of people. Like to bring this back to affirmations, I have three affirmations, and I actually talked to this about with Nosa before. Yeah. And I'll let you guys guess. Um, so the three things that I have is, um, my first one is I attract an abundance of love. My second one is when I'm alone, I'm not alone. And my third one is I will be a trillionaire by 2030. <laughs> one of like two of them, I know like will happen no matter what. But one of them I struggle with. Can you guys guess which yeah, one? Take a guess. The first one. Yeah, I was gonna say the first one. Jeez, you guys got it right. Um, yeah. I got it wrong. You got it wrong. Yeah, the second one, right? You yeah, you guessed when I'm alone, I'm not alone. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people when they are alone, like like it struggles with them because of their dependence on their phone. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that. Mm-hmm. So like I actually like being alone way more because like i just play music out loud stuff Uh, like that mm -hmm. so i'm more in my own vibe but like for me like finding love is like like i said for example my dad saying that he only likes that like i should make a song like that like i'm like why can't you just love the new song Mm -hmm. that i have Mm -hmm. and i don't really recognize like positive things that people say too often so it's like I don't know. I just find it hard for that. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. noticed that. Like, if someone were even to say one thing negative to me out of my whole week, and pe- people were to say ten things positive to me out of the same week, I'm gonna think about that one negative thing mm-hmm. yeah. the, way more mm-hmm. than the positive things. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. That's negativity true. definitely sticks with us more. Like, if you if you take like a look at your childhood say mm. you remember when you broke your arm or when you broke yeah. your leg because they were like big negative things mm-hmm. that like and affected trauma. you and they stick in your brain but you don't necessarily remember when somebody said oh you look good today yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's yeah. agreed it's evolutionary because i even saw they did a study on it it's when like when you said like, if you when you broke your arm as a kid it was traumatic mm-hmm. and then your brain specifically remembers all the negative things mm-hmm. to make sure to take the precautions so that mm-hmm. that doesn't happen mm-hmm. again as opposed to the positive things they hold no value to the brain mm-hmm. they hold the value to us as like yeah. needing to be productive with ourselves but they hold no value to the human brain itself and mm-hmm. like oh well this good thing happened if it happens again cool but this bad thing, like, oh, let's, let's not break our arm again yeah. in the future. So let's make sure that for the rest of this person's life, they'll remember the time they broke their arm. Mm-hmm. So we kind of need to reprogram yeah. our brain to, yeah, we need to remember those bad things for just the natural reasons mm-hmm. of staying precautious, yeah. making sure we keep ourselves protected. Mm-hmm. But disassociate that with your everyday life and just staying positive and don't let all the negative things come. And mm-hmm. for me, it's way easier to say because my mind is very twisted in a lot of different ways where i'd say i don't hold negative or positive things like very close to me in the sense where for me it's you're more of a full picture person yeah like realistically it's like if someone said something negative about me i'd be like oh damn and then i'll look at it and be like that's their perspective i wonder if not even that like i wonder if they're right and i'll look at it and then if i don't feel like they're right with the way i objectively Saw it, I'll be like, that's cool. And I just move along with my time. That like reminds me of the point that I made like a little bit ago on how, um, like if someone says like something negative about you, it's not anything, it doesn't have anything to do with you, but it's literally a mirror of their trauma and their inability to cope with their emotions in a healthy way. Yeah. 
people will definitely project their how they feel trauma, their all of yeah. all of their emotional baggage onto you and act like it's not their mm-hmm. trauma to deal with. And if you figure out a way to not do that, to not project yourself onto others, that's a crazy useful skill to mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Agreed. Personally, it actually took me a long time to learn how to not project my emotions onto other people because mm-hmm. I went through friendships where I even lost friends because I would project not necessarily my anger onto them, but just my feelings and mm-hmm. my sad energy. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, well, I dealt with it multiple times and I've talked to more like different people who have dealt with it. I think like a lot of people um, when they're going through stuff feel like when they go to their friends, their friends get annoyed with them being sad or some of their friends only want to be around them when they're happy because no one wants to be dragged down. You know what I mean? And I think that it was, well, it was really hard for me to understand and come to an understanding that that has no reason or anything to do with how much they care about me. Mm-hmm. It just means they have their own shit they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. They don't have the mental capacity to sit here and mm-hmm. help me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. your friends aren't therapists, but they're there to help you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be there 24 seven. And I think a lot of people like get angry at their friends and like think there's some of their friends are fake when like, that's not yeah, the case that. at all because yeah. someone who, takes time for themselves to make sure they're okay is not being selfish or fake you know what i mean yeah Yeah. and i think that's an underrated thing right now because not a lot of people like actually know how to check on themselves Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i definitely have struggled a lot with prioritizing mental health because everybody always tells you to like focus on your physical health and like how Mm -hmm. it's so important Mm -hmm. but your mental health is definitely as important or more important mm-hmm. than your physical health mm-hmm. and and okay. learning how to deal with that by yourself or even with others is like something that's so hard to do mm-hmm. yeah. and like i'm still learning that and like it's definitely like a long process and yeah. i'm learning to like let other people do that as well agreed mm-hmm. and like trying not to like force recovery agreed yeah. as, I feel you can go <laughs> as someone who was like i'm like a recovered addict so someone who like struggled with addiction i like understand that um like i understand that like when you gain a codependency to something Mm -hmm. it's hard for you to like be alone and when you're alone and you're going through like those depressive states or you're having a mental breakdown where your friends aren't answering and your family isn't answering and stuff like that like I think it's really easy for people who have a codependency to like lose hope and turn to drugs and gain an addiction on not even drugs, whether I know people who are addicted to video games, like addicted to gambling, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't just have to be drugs or smoking or alcohol. Mm-hmm. but like addicted to working literally but workaholics like, we don't see it as a negative in a sense a lot of people actually um try to stay as busy as possible yeah. to try and put their problems aside so they don't think about their problems and like mm-hmm. that's why i think it's so important for people to take time to themselves every day even if you can't every day like every week just be able to take that time to yourself 
to help your mental health and not just your physical health yeah. all the time you know what i mean like yeah. it doesn't even have to be meditation just something that relaxes you like, an outlet literally just mm-hmm. an outlet and even that being said that's a really good point um but like your physical health because we're talking and i said how how running was like an outlet for meditation mm-hmm. but it can get to a point where it's too far yeah. like it can get unhealthy yeah <laughs> like you can literally it definitely be addicted to running yeah. yeah yeah and that's that's why i think mental health is way more important than physical health because mm-hmm. physical health you can take too far and like you can it can become your addiction mm-hmm. and it definitely like it became mine and mm-hmm. it wasn't healthy for me so i had to like step back and mm-hmm. stop it because it was actually getting bad and i got injured and like i was losing like crazy amounts of weight and it was like not good i'm already like <laughs> like yeah it was just not very healthy and i stepped back and i was like okay why am i doing this mm-hmm. and then i think stopped. A, i think a lot of people especially guys have like a stigma or like a biased opinion on mental health and their emotions because like i feel like from when we were kids most guys were like taught not to cry and mm-hmm. not to show their emotions and not to be emotional at all because it's not manly you know what mm-hmm. i mean and like i think that is just like a big toxic masculinity trait yeah, because mm-hmm. um even like me going through therapy even like so i had some therapists that would tell me like oh you just have to learn how to like you just have to learn how to like get rid of your emotions and like put them to the side and like not deal with them you know what i mean but like as i became spiritual and like became more awakened i realized that you can't like put your emotions to the side like Mm -hmm. it's never gonna happen like emotions are literally just part of the human experience Mm -hmm. like we're humans and that's one thing that makes us human is having emotions Mm -hmm. so like it's not ever something that no one is gonna get past and i think it's i had to learn this myself and like i wish so many people told me this that like you have to like learn how to deal with your emotions in a healthy way instead of just like ignoring them like mm-hmm. ignoring being sad and saying like oh i'm not sad i'm happy yeah. because i feel like a lot of people will get confused with saying like oh the mind is everything but if you're feeling sad and you're telling yourself you're not sad mm-hmm. like you have to feel your mm-hmm. emotions and you mm-hmm. have to like recognize that you're sad recognize that you're angry or frustrated or have anxiety and then breathe or do whatever you need to do to go about those negative emotions in a positive way and I think what's a big thing is like a lot of people don't realize that it's okay to have a bad day. Yeah, literally. Like you could have a really bad day and it doesn't make you any worse of a person. Every single person has a bad mm-hmm. day. I feel like Every- so many people like beat themselves up over that. Mm-hmm. Sorry for cutting you off. No, no worries. But yeah, like bad days are normal things and good days are normal things mm-hmm. and average days are normal things. So mm-hmm. like your day is just how your day went and you have to i feel like for me because i'm an overworker like you guys said like i always keep myself busy so i don't feel my emotions as much Mm -hmm. until i'm alone um and then if i have a bad day though now before i used to be like no i'm okay but now i'll let myself have like a really trash day Mm -hmm. and then the next day i'll wake up and i'll just reflect on it write down how i felt stuff like that Mm -hmm. And then that allows me to kind of work past those emotions and those feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I think like not a lot of people like we don't learn that in school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't we don't really learn that from anywhere as kids. And I feel like a lot of kids are struggling with those mm-hmm. things. Yeah, that that makes me like think of um, like, I guess some kids who our generation and even younger than us, maybe even older than us, too. Um, they, I guess, think that, what am I trying to say? Like, um, I literally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Still yeah, remembering. Still remembering. <laughs> but, um, It'll come to me. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say it goes to a point where, um, actually, I was talking to Marks about this last night on point and it goes kind of what you said and i feel like our society maybe for women how i view it is that your looks is what it matters over your personal Mm -hmm. mental health Mm -hmm. and for men what it is it's your personal success matters over your mental health status Mm -hmm. yeah like no matter like there's no break in that way for men that i feel where it's like, oh, you're you're depressed. You better get your shit together because reds do. Like, yeah. oh, you're depressed. You better get your shit together because you have people to take care of, mm-hmm. and yeah. there is no space for mm-hmm. taking care of yourself because there's responsibility that you're valued by everyone around you. Yeah. By, mm-hmm. and that outlet kind of like restricts a lot of people. Like you said, working hard is your thing. That's my thing too. You work hard, you keep busy. Like at the end of the day, if I if I just keep doing things sometimes, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't think about it. But then, like you said, you always need to find your personal way to get the outlet for it. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, it could be, like, anything. Like, all you guys mentioned yours, and I never actually mentioned mine. Funny enough, my meditation is almost backwards. Instead of thinking less, I think more mm-hmm. expressive. So I'll go on YouTube, and I'll just browse a couple philosophical videos. I used to do that. And then just mm-hmm. grab an idea. And then in my mind, just deconstruct that entire idea very to like the very bare bones of society and how humans work. And like just visualizing in my head, like just closing my eyes and just looking at it. And that's my way of meditation. Mm-hmm. Like just deconstruct. Because like I do well with, I space out a lot actually. That, yeah. that's that something visualization I, that you're talking about is actually like really big in like actual traditional meditation. Yeah. Like most people can't even get visualizations unless they're tapped into that meditative state. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's good that and you I, like find an outlet like exactly. that. Exactly. And I've been doing it for years. It's just like I find myself doing it a lot more now because it just helps. And it helps with ideas because every day I'm thinking of how society is, why it is that way, mm-hmm. why people are the way they are. And then like it also brings me to why I probably handle negative things being said to me differently because a long time ago i established either someone says something to you and it's either true or it's false mm-hmm. if it's true you fix it if it's false you move past it like it almost it's it's more simple than like that's the simplified way of saying it but that's how i established it to myself because i work with computers and it's like zero and one if it's true it does the process mm-hmm. if it's false it doesn't yeah and just bringing that to that simply works for me and that's why it's like just like almost reprogramming your brain just to work better for yourself and taking time to think for yourself 
You reminded me what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you talk so much, you just. Yeah, talk so much, you just think, and then you're like, oh. Um, I think a lot of people who don't really understand spirituality or who aren't very woke get confused when people say rewire your brain or reprogram your brain because that sounds really scientific and really complicated when realistically it can be done in like the easiest way as in like posting up positive affirmations around your room and stuff Mm -hmm. like i was talking about um a brain study that i was watching and if you like reread something 400 times over your brain is going to memorize that so if you have positive affirmations posted up around your room and you go to bed every night you read them before you sleep you wake up you read them when you're upset you read them like eventually those positive affirmations are going to be your subconscious thoughts because Mm -hmm. all of our subconscious thoughts even our parents are negative because of like what the government has programmed our minds to be like and just all the programming conditioning we've gone through like since we were kids our subconscious thoughts are literally negative so the rich will stay rich and the poor will stay poor Mm -hmm. but we have the power to change our subconscious thoughts to positive and like i think positive affirmations like reading them constantly writing them constantly is like a really good way to reprogram your brain Mm. this is kind of unrelated but it's like kind of on the same on same topic it kind of reminded me of how like in america they like pledge allegiance to the flag every single morning at school Mm -hmm. which is literally conditioning kids to like think that america is the best country in the Mm -hmm. world so every single american adult will say that america is the best country in the world yeah which is it's been ingrained in their head since they were four years old mm-hmm. the thing was mm-hmm. not just america every country has a yeah. national anthem mm-hmm. yeah which you listen we, to every yeah. day in the morning from when you're like four years old yeah till when you're like 18 mm-hmm. like, and, think about it. and why always, do it's always it's, war based. it's literally mm-hmm. propaganda yeah <laughs> like, you know like every single national anthem is war based about like the states and this has like been with the riots like recently like with like black people like i feel like this is what like if I was there, this is how I would be feeling at least. Like, if I was going to fight a war, you would treat me as well as you treat everybody else because I'm going to fight for America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when there's a war in the own country, you treat me like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I don't understand why, like, the first people to go to war for, for America are always, like, the people of color. Those are always the first people they recruit. Respected. Yep. It's... Mm-hmm. Even in the well, like, wars, though, I was going to say they aren't really respected. They're not respected, yeah. but like I'm saying, like those are the people who are always willing to die for the country. Yeah. But the country would never die for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't ever, like, I'll always say this. I don't believe in war because at the end of the Meaning, day, yeah, war is dumb. You, you're fighting the cause that you're fighting for. The thing, the thing about war that doesn't make sense, say, Let's just put you like the U.S. government wants oil from somewhere in, in the Middle East, so mm. that's what the war is about. The two people actually fighting the war don't care about the oil, yeah. so why are you killing the guy who doesn't care about the oil and yeah. you don't care about the oil exactly. either? Like it doesn't make any sense. Because they tell you something yeah. otherwise. Because even if you like say they're fighting over money and U.S. ends up getting money, you're not getting any money. Mm-hmm. The government's exactly. getting money. Yeah. Just, but you capitalism. just kill somebody. Yeah. Huh? Literally capitalism. Yeah. I seen this this um like things spray painted when I was like in the beaches and it, it said Corona is the virus. Capitalism is the pandemic. 
I was like, yo, that's true as fuck. Because capitalism has literally been running the world since like World War Two mm-hmm. and shit. Like it's fucked up. Facts. And it's interesting. I think the biggest thing I always said about war never made sense when they say you're fighting for democracy. It's and I'm from a country where like there's like just it's a whole different spectrum of things, but I'm like, you're fighting like they say we go to war, we fight for democracy. It's a dictatorship in Nigeria, no? Yeah. Yeah. So America fights for democracy. And they don't even live in a democracy. Mm-hmm. America is the Loki dictatorship. It's even, not even just like that as how it's run, but it's like legally, it's a federalism where you vote for representatives who vote for you. You're, they're not in a democracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, Nigeria is a democracy. We just elected a guy who has a fake degree, was the war general in the 1980s after the Civil War. And, and when I say elected, I put air quotes around that because... He ain't win that election, really. <laughs> Hashtag end SARS. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's a big thing there. But, like, the corruption there is just, like, crazy. And, like, they say, oh, yeah, we, we fought for democracy. We're, like, going around spreading democracy. I'm like, yeah, we got democracy. That didn't work out very well for us, like, realistically. Yeah. So I'm always wondering, like, what's this great democracy you keep spreading that you don't even, like fundamentally legally they don't even believe in themselves well i think like no government is ever going to be perfect in a way yeah and never i i trying to word this properly without like saying anything crazy because <laughs> like this could be i mean if you say it crazy we'll just talk it through until next time <laughs> i think the, crazy right i now. think the new world order will be implemented sooner than we all think and all the governments will be one government unless our generation i think our generation is like the last generation that could actually do something to change it because if not i definitely think like the new world order is gonna be a thing mm-hmm. if you guys know what that is no, i don't know what that is. i i know well like you get help them. I'll just tell you guys, it's literally yeah. like an organization and they pretty much want to cut down. I don't know what percentage of the population. I want to say 80, but don't hold me to that because I could be wrong. And they literally just want to get all the the main leaders of the world and bring them together to create one government called the New World Order. And pretty much like the whole world will just be run by one government one. and everyone will be enslaved well air quotes well what um <laughs> we talked about before on an earlier episode was like the way that we think the, the government could be most efficient is like if you take leaders from every party and have them run the country together because then you would get everybody's representation mm-hmm. i think that could be negative and positive for the world it depends on you think it can be positive them cutting off 80 percent of the population well i didn't i didn't hear that part but i was saying like with all the countries actually working together i think it could be positive it like it always depends i i think the the higher ups of the world are definitely run on the dark energy i don't want to say satanic because i no one really has proof but they definitely run on a dark energy yeah and I think that if they do implement the new world order, then that dark energy is going to run the world. But it already does. 
I was gonna say I think power definitely corrupts so once you have a certain power you kind of abuse it to a point where there's like not really any coming back from that so like if you take like fundamental like socialism fundamental capitalism mm-hmm. all of them are great systems yeah but they've been like without the people and like yeah. changed mm-hmm. to to like empower a, a select amount of people mm-hmm. to where that everybody else is like not benefiting from it but us mm-hmm. but like a tiny percentage of people are and those people so, are the people that you never see yeah yeah i think it was um one thing i was talking about probably with my mom and i'm like the politician is like one of the weirdest jobs because we hold them so highly in society and it means nothing like what is a politician actually like what what does what qualifies to be a politician mm-hmm. anyone can be a politician yeah mm-hmm. you don't need a degree to be a po- like mm-hmm. you study political science what is what is politics we isn't that an elective it. it's yeah. fake <laughs> exactly. no but i'm saying yeah. like that's that's fake like yeah. politics technically isn't real so we elect people who have no knowledge on the real world and what's actually around us mm-hmm. to run the country at, to what's best the and thing set rules that have been put and it's like what is this like if why you're american vote joe biden <laughs> i'd say fuck the whole system entirely but but like even for me it's just because but it's just like interesting because like all of them like you power like you said power is what corrupts and for me personally when in nigeria there's so many and i noticed this globally because at first everyone always says like there's issues in america with race in nigeria there's issues with ethnic groups in a lot of countries issues like mm-hmm. i've seen in every single country that i've looked at there is a group of people who ethnically are different from the rest and are ostracized and run their own country the way they wanted to and there's always clash and i'm always like we're putting all these people together building up all these all this negative energy with leaders who will always have the side of a small group over the larger group and they'll convince a small group that they're against each other like I, I, the story posts like when you put red ants and black ants together, mm-hmm. and you shake the jar. Yeah, that's like America. Like we've gotten to the point where a bunch of people think they hate each other, but have no issue with each other really. And there's someone shaking the jar, and we never point to like, yo, the guy shaking jars like screwing us all over. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like coexist yeah. until somebody Else, an, outside an outside factor. Source yeah. Comes yeah. In you know what's, and you know what's crazy? Stirs things Sorry, up. Yeah. Bad. But no, you know what's going. crazy? Like, um, all like every four years when there's an election is when you see all the black people die on social media. Yeah, it's like a talking point for the election. People weren't dying, but people are dying on video every, every single, single year. Yeah. But we only see it; it only goes viral. Most on of the videos happen like two years before. Then all of a sudden, yeah, election year they, they start popping. Which are actually like, crazy. Yeah, and or even it, irrespective of who gets voted in. This is my whole thing with like the whole system. Fuck the whole system because like no matter who gets voted in, has anything ever changed? Like, as much as I don't agree with Donald Trump, everything that's been going on in America predates him. That's it's not true. as if he brought this issue when he came to office. He may actually gaslight it to the point where he brings it up, which is why I always said it's always interesting that he got voted in because it's like, 
no one ever took all these issues seriously until he got voted in. Which is why I kind of saw him as like, it could be a way for us to use this to be like, hey, this has been happening for hundreds of years. This guy came in, we don't like him, but he's shown us something. And we're we're almost trying to hold him so responsible for everything. Like we hope we held him accountable. And at the thing for me is like, if Joe Biden gets voted in, I don't want everyone to lose that accountability that they held Donald Trump yeah. to. Yeah, because it's it's this like systemic issues. Yeah, that's why. So they're not an individual perpetuating the, the yeah, that no. issue. It's the whole system perpetuating the, that. The issue, problem with issues. Trump is though that he empowers it. Yeah, but that's yeah. why I always said like, yeah. there's people who empower it, but just because they're not outward with it. I know. Because but like, I'm saying that can't be the leader of the country. Yeah, but like. Can someone who empowers it behind curtains be a good leader of the country when someone who's no outwardly? That's I feel mean, like neither. I, I kind of agree with like fuck the whole system, but like if there was no Other government yeah. or any person to run the country, then it would just it would literally be chaos. The, and was, the problem with the world is ninety nine percent of people need to be need to have somebody in charge of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's only a select few amount of people that. How many people do you know that are in school? They're doing what they're supposed to do. Not a large is, majority of people. Huh? A large majority of people, yeah. Yeah, oh, I thought you said aren't. I was <laughs> oh, no, no, they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, f- well, we're the- you're in school, but, like, yeah. you're still doing what you want to do in life. Almost everybody I know, well, actually, that's not true for me, but almost everybody that I went to sc- high would, school with yeah. is doing what they're supposed to do, not what they want to do. Yeah. And I feel like they need to do that because they don't know how to do anything else mm-hmm. for their life. Yeah. Not not they don't know how to do it, but mm-hmm. they're kind of scared in a way to do it. And that's yeah. what I, I, oh, sorry. It's okay. I think just like in elementary school, like we were just like always subconsciously taught to like not question anything we were taught. Mm-hmm. And like, just like, this is right. This is how like humans evolved. Like this is space. You know what I mean? Like, just like very very black and white like we weren't allowed to question anything or try to understand it more than what was in the textbook you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think like because of that reason a lot of people don't question their desire to do something else or like them like wanting to not do school you know what i mean they just think like oh it's just just because it's school yeah you but like yeah everyone else is doing it literally yeah. yeah but like that's looking not how it is it's just how our minds are programmed yeah. and but, that again shows like bringing back to the beginning that shows how everyone is like on these this like timeline and they think what everybody else mm-hmm. is doing is what they're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. but everybody thinks that but nobody actually believes it but yeah. everybody thinks that everybody else you know thinks what's, yeah. you know what's funny if you drop out of well not even drop out you finish grade 12 and you go say you work in like a trade everybody who's in school will laugh at that person yeah. Yeah. that person literally is making money and everybody else is taking on debt yeah, yeah. so they're actually farther in their their life mm-hmm. than you are and, imagine and they're, they're getting like laughed at yeah they're getting laughed at for yeah. pursuing what they like making money to do it right out of high school mm-hmm. and we're clowning them like oh look at this guy like he doesn't think, have a degree yeah right. no, i think a lot of people don't also know that like some of the richest people in the world don't even have college degrees. Real yeah. Talks, yeah. Almost every CEO gets their business degree after 
<laughs> after the fact and just to have it like yeah they just like, do it because like you already when they know go everything to a meeting, you need, like mm-hmm. you're yeah. already at this level like you've already reached success they could teach the class like, yeah. yeah but even that's the one thing better than the teacher because exactly. the teacher yeah. is not actually a business thing. person yeah. Yeah. But the teacher about. has the degree so they're allowed to teach it like mm-hmm. everything imagine you got your your entrepreneur class yeah. from jeff bezos like that's yeah. that would be he's an actual yeah. entrepreneur right now who's teaching it some random some person random that went to never made a business the whole life like and that guy like, doesn't really he knows how to run a business from a a, a book yeah but like like realistically at the end of the day like the course came after the job mm-hmm. just think about that for a second like there's schools you can go to, they teach you how to play Fortnite. There was people <laughs> playing Fortnite at a really high level before those courses came out. Mm-hmm. So it's not the course that made you good at that. Like, they don't need that course. It's yeah, like, literally, I was about to say that. Like, my mom is a dental hygienist, and she said that, like, she learned a lot of stuff in school, but, like, when she actually went and started there, working, do it. it's like, she didn't know shit like the school taught her nothing Mm -hmm. because literally like it's just book work and knowledge Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and just Mm -hmm. textbook knowledge Mm -hmm. like the stuff you actually have to know for your job is hands-on you have to know how to literally do it Mm -hmm. well what's crazy is like i don't tell a lot of people this because people look at me like i'm dumb Mm -hmm. but when i went to music school so i went to ryerson for one semester i dropped out and i was (laughs) i went back to music school for two semesters, it was three semesters. And the third semester was literally your, the, it was one big project from all the classes and you had to make an album. So I was like, I'm not making an album for school. I'll do that mm-hmm. by myself. Why are you going to pay somebody exactly. else to yeah, do So it was either I pay 6000 more dollars yeah. and get the degree or I drop out. And I'm, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, and it wasn't even that, at that point, it was like you had to work with other people. So it wasn't even going to be like, what I want the album to be or what's yeah. going to be what Other, all these random yeah. people in my class who don't even make the same music as me want mm-hmm. the album to be so I was like alright I'm dropping out I don't tell people that I dropped out of there because I'll just break their <laughs> family's heart like, you went to music school and dropped out too but I guess they know now <laughs> but yeah so I did that too and it's just like I don't know like you have to do what you love because that's what you love and then once you have that path Get the experience in it because that's yeah. way more important than obviously knowledge is important, but like to get a job right now, it's more networking than yeah. a degree mm-hmm. and the skills. Like, mm-hmm. I do computer work and we have teachers, and I have classes where what, I, what we're doing in that class is pointless. Like, I don't, I don't log in or anything. I, I just, you know, you, you go log in, it's basic knowledge. You go in, you pass the exam, you do well, you do good. I have program I have courses that are very not helpful but at the end of the day it's like when I'm stuck on some code do I go to the teacher no I can just go to reddit and ask a guy who already works in the field hey I need help on this question is there anyone who could help me they come they help you I go to google like hey I need to answer this question it helps me so I'm using google as my largest learning tool for a course and like I at the end of the day, I like that I do have a course for, but it's like they need to fill in the years. Because at the end of the day, if they only gave you everything you needed, you'd be done school in like 
a year, year and a half. Max. Yeah. My Max. program, we would have been done after first semester because there was only, I was taking six courses a semester and yeah. only two of them every semester I needed. Exactly. So I could have done it in one semester. Exactly. But, but like that doesn't pay the bills for yeah. the people mm-hmm. at the top. So mm-hmm. they make it, they make you go to a four year degree where you study something and that, or like sometimes like you go to school for four years to go to school again to yeah. actually learn what yeah. you need to learn. Literally though. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, at that's the like, you're like well, yeah, I went to school yeah. for eight years when realistically, like, did I really need to do all the things that four years? Like, yeah. we make doctors go to school for what, seven years minimum? Mm, realistically, crazy, like, <laughs> like, we need doctors. Like, why don't we just bump that down to like, let's stop making them go into a hundred thousand dollars in debt mm-hmm. and let's get the doctors at skill like maybe instead of seven five years because like that is an extensively difficult job there's a lot of information they need to understand so let's stop giving them the bullshit courses and let's give them what they really need mm-hmm. and but, you should be able to specialize off rip yeah yeah because most mm-hmm. most people like if you want to be a dentist you know you want to be a dentist yeah if you want to be somebody who does surgeries on people's lungs yeah you want you know that pretty much off rip. There might be people like there should be a general course, and then it could break off exactly. for the people who don't like know. The first year, like you just teach a general of all the things that you could do, but it doesn't have to be like okay, like here's two courses of general, and then here's the the science or like the arts course where you need to like take some music. Yeah, like, yeah, you need to take like, a liberal arts course. Yeah, and you're like, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I have school, to take, I had to take a law class. Yeah, or I'm yeah. doing like I'm doing like a communication class, and I'm like. We work with computers 90% of the time and we have a Discord chat for everyone in the class. Like that form of communication is more valuable than the class because we're actually learning how to work with people on a project in the Discord more than we're learning how to work with people in the class. You know what I always believed? I always believe because realistically when you're you're 17, 18 is when you finish grade 12. Mm -hmm. Most people do not know what they want to do. Like, I knew what I wanted to do. I only knew what I wanted to do last year. Exactly. So I was going to say, like, after high school, they should offer, like, in, like, university programs, like, not through a deferral. It should be, like, this thing through the government where they give you, you can apply for OSAP to travel and or something like that. Because a lot of people would actually do that, but Mm. no one does it. That's funny because I kind of did that. But I have to go to school first, then I dropped out, then I traveled. <laughs> and it made me understand, oh, shit, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Because when you go around throughout the whole world, like when I went to New York, I was like, all right, I know I, I enjoy a fast-paced lifestyle. Mm. Rather than when I went to Mexico or a resort and yeah. I was just chilling there, I was like, I hate yeah. this. Because yeah. like, the first two days are fun because you're relaxing. And then I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to do something yeah, do stimulating. Some, yeah. So like... That's why my favorite thing on those trips is always going like off resort to like learn something. Yeah. On the excursions and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a vibe. But yeah, this is well off topic, <laughs> but it's cool. There's only yeah. seven minutes left, Max. Minutes. I could wrap it up right now. Unless somebody has Anyone? something they want to say. I think I yeah. whoever is listening, just like love yourself. Whatever path you're on is the right one if it's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that from the heart. Uh, follow your passion, follow whatever whatever helps you sleep at night. Just chase that thing. Mm-hmm. It it has to be right for you. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, at least you tried it. You know what I mean. 
and if you can't if you can't do it without like if it feels forced you probably don't love it yeah so just try to find that one thing that you love and just stick to it and doing a lot of different things is not bad <laughs> I just want to say success is subjective mm-hmm. don't let anyone in your life no matter how much you love them like they're gonna say what they feel is right for you because they care about you mm-hmm. but at the end of the day only you know what your personal success is like yeah. so don't let anyone else define what your personal success is find that and pursue it yeah. for example when I was in business school they all wanted me to go to business because I was good at it. Yeah. So and they think they cared about you because they're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, if you do this, if you, you do this, you're going to be you yeah. live your life exactly. independent. Not because they don't want you to achieve what you, they, they want you to achieve. They just mm-hmm. have so much love for you. They're scared that maybe your personal success isn't the best way to go. Mm-hmm. But and you know, yeah, that path is a lot of a lot of people don't realize like me being good at business. I'm actually I'm actually utilizing that skill already. So I don't need to go to school to learn it because I already know it. So like me being good at business, I could go to music school and I already know business so I can apply that full circle. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that they just oh, go to business school because you're good at business. Yeah. Yes. Going off that, listen to other people, but listen to yourself more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know what's right for you. Other people may know certain parts of your life that will be good for you and certain things that will work out, but you know what's good for you. And also listen to people's opinions that you might not because yeah that contradict with yours yeah well not even that like my dad and my uncle were not that close and so i never got guidance from him but he's the one who told me to drop out of ryerson which is funny enough (laughs) 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 do you have anything to say rose um you don't have to just uh like just like stay true stay true to yourselves like to whoever's listening to this um just breathe take a breath i always forget to breathe shit mm-hmm. and i bet you're all manually breathing right now <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you guys are strong and loved you guys are always loved even though you may not feel like Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, I know you enjoyed it. That's my dog running back and forth. If you can hear, <laughs> um, if you're listening this far, I know you enjoyed it. So please uh, leave us a like, subscribe, follow if you're on Apple or Spotify. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Enjoy your day. <laughs>